hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me for me to possibly narrate here on the channel, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. So if you have a personal true scary story that you'd like to share, please consider sending it my way. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. So, a little background info before I start my story. I was fresh out of high school and started working at a big chain retail store around 2008, which I won't name for privacy reasons. When I was 19, I was working as a cashier and this man who I guess was in his early 50s got into my line. He had very little hair, was a bit overweight. His cheeks were always rosy, like he had some sort of condition or he was coming off being drunk or something, and overall had the nerdy slob appearance about him. I can't remember his name, so for the sake of the story, we'll call him Kane. Kane had only a few items to ring up, so I went through his order rather quickly, and he just kept staring at me like I was a celebrity or something. I found it odd, but didn't think too much of it, and was polite to him as I was trained to be by the store. He then says to me in a voice that was low, and almost like he was aroused or something, You're very beautiful. How old are you? I am honest to a fault. A blessing and a curse, I think. And I tell him my age. If only I'd known then what I had started, I'd have told him not to ask me that and to leave me alone. But I was a dumb teenager, I guess. He asked me for my number, but I declined, saying I don't have my phone on me, and that I only gave out my number if I had my parents okay, or if it was an extreme emergency. He insisted, but I still refused. He left my line only when a lady came up behind him with a cart, and he told me to think it over. Over the next week or so, Kane kept coming in on days I was working the register. He kept asking for my number, and a lot of things then I found really weird and creepy like what sort of candy I liked, what sort of things I was into in my spare time, etc. I told my mom and dad about it, but my dad just told me to toughen up and not worry about it, that he didn't have no whim for a daughter. Really, dad? But my mom, bless her for being the amazing mama bear she is, told me that if he kept at it, to report him to the management so that they could keep an eye on him. Well, I took her advice and I told our assistant manager... Unfortunately, our assistant manager was the world's biggest prick, and he said that unless Kane tried to physically do something to me, they couldn't do anything. What a jerk. Kane would keep coming in and only going to my register, even if I had a long line. He'd wait for me and ignore all the other cashiers when they tell him they were free to ring up his order. One time I heard him say, I only want to go to her. She's the best one. Not sounding stalkerish to them, but just as a customer who had their favorite cashier. If I had a day off and went into the store for something since we lived near the store, he'd ask me when I was working. If I told him I was off of work, he'd literally asked when I worked next. One time when I asked why I wanted to know, he said, I love you so much and I always want to be around you. You're just so sexy, smart, and kind. I can't go to anyone else but you. He then tried to hug me, 
but I backed away and then ran to an aisle to get away from him. But then the day came that I knew he was a legit creeper, and I needed to get away from him in the store forever. One particular afternoon, about two years after I'd first encountered Kane, he came into the liquor department of our store. I was manning the register, and when I saw him pushing his cart of things to the small register I was at, I froze. This creep was literally going out of his way to come into the part of the store that he never entered, all because he'd seen me as he was looking for a place to check out. He made a beeline to me and started to talk to me, opening with, There's my girl, waiting for me like always. His girl? I don't think so. I wasn't and never would be his. A little side note, I had taken to wearing a ring on my left ring finger to try and adhere him. It was a ring my then boyfriend from high school had given me as a birthday gift. Inexpensive, but lovely nonetheless. Kay never took notice of it for a long time, until this day, he saw it on my hand and said in shock, Do you have a boyfriend? I thought, finally he notices I'm not interested, and I told him that I did, and I was very happy with him. Instead of wishing me well, or leaving like a child that had gotten a toy taken away, he leaned in and said, Fuck him. He'll never treat you the way I can. I can give you everything you'd ever want. I must have you as mine. Leave your boyfriend and come live with me. We can leave tonight after your shift. At this point, I'm internally having a panic attack and wanting to scream for help. I simply say in a shaky voice that I can't, and he then tells me that I'd make a perfect wife for him. What in the absolute fuck? He then leaves after I hand him his receipt, but not before kissing my hand and saying, See you soon, honey. I sanitized that hand about five times and washed it twice more with soap and water, yet I still felt violated and dirty. When my mom arrived to pick me up, I was scared to go to her car. What if he grabbed me? What if he hurt my mom? Thankfully, I made it home safe, and Kane wasn't telling us. I told my mom everything in tears as she drove us home. She was shocked, and we decided enough was enough that I was going to put in my two-week notice and leave. Fortunately, I'd been job searching for a while before this day, and I'd received an offer for a cashiering job at a different and much smaller company store way closer to our new house. We had moved a few months prior, and the drive to my workplace had gone from a 15-minute drive to about an hour, and since I don't drive to having mild cerebral palsy, which also messes with my eye-to-hand coordination response time, my parents have to drive me to and from work. I had accepted immediately once they called me to start on April 2nd, which just so happened to be my grandmother's birthday. I know, talk about a double gift, right? I never told Kane about leaving, and I swore my few friends there to secrecy about it, that I didn't want this creep to follow me to my new job and continue to torture me. On the 1st of April, which was my very last day, I had just handed over my badge, vest, and associate discount card to the manager, and had said all my goodbyes to my friends and co-workers, and was down to the main drag to get to the doors to my mom's car. My freedom was only about 50 steps away, when Kane then appeared. I froze, but only for a moment, when I realized this would be our very last encounter ever. I continued walking, and he stopped me. Our conversation went as follows. Hi, sweetheart. 
What register are you on today? Oh, I just finished my shift. Oh, too bad. When are you working again? I'll get here early and maybe take you to lunch or something. This fucking creep. He really didn't know how to take a hint. I told him I didn't remember and that I'd just see him when I was on again. Once he walked away, I bolted to my mom's car and she drove us home. I cried, but not out of fear, but out of relief. I was free, liberated from that store, and of the creeper that made six out of my eight years at that store absolutely hell. I was never returning there again. The new job was great, and I spent five happy years there before moving out of state. I still reflect on those eight years on rare occasions, and my mind will always remember the 50-something nerdy slob that was Kane, my stalker at the grocery store. From 2016 to 2020, I worked for one of the largest grocery stores slash retail chains in the Midwest. I started as an hourly clerk and worked my way up to assistant store manager. The story I'm about to tell you happened in 2019, when I had already been promoted to assistant manager. I'm a female, and I was 26 years old at the time. I will share a little bit about the role, as it will play into the story later on. As an assistant manager, I worked all sorts of crazy hours. I worked first, second, and third shifts, weekends, holidays, etc. If you can think of it, I worked it. I managed different departments, helped customers, handled merchandise, and dealt with human resources tasks. For the most part, I enjoyed the job. One of the few things I didn't like, though, was being moved from store to store. The company would keep you at one particular store for one to two years, and then move you to another store at random. You have no say in which store they move you to, which sucks. Little did I know that the one thing I didn't like would be the best thing to happen to me while I worked there. Now onto the story. In the summer of 2018, I was moved from a very nice store to help manage a somewhat ghetto store in my city. Around that same time, I found out I was pregnant with my first child. It was a double whammy to say the least. Half of the customers at this store were awful. I had rotten seafood thrown in my face because I wouldn't do a refund. One of my front end clerks was robbed at gunpoint and I saw a customer poop on the floor and much more. These are all stories for another time though. Despite these adventurous events, the worst of my time at the store started when my pregnant belly began to show. It was early January 2019 and I was around 30 weeks pregnant. I remember I was stocking produce when a man in his 50s or 60s then approached me asking for help. He had a gray beard, was overweight, he wore grungy clothes, and his hair was greasy. When I turned around to greet him, he immediately noticed my belly and then said, Wow, you're pregnant. Me being friendly, I told him, Yeah, I'm having a little girl, and I'm very excited about it. Well, congratulations, he said. After that short exchange, I helped him find his items and he was on his way. I interact with so many customers that I just put it out of my mind. A couple of days later, I was closing the store when I saw that same man yet again. 
He approached me and he asked me how I was doing. I said I was doing well, just tired, and that I was ready to get off my feet. That's when he started to ask me questions about myself. Like where I lived, how old I was, where I graduated high school and college, etc. I answered everything honestly until he asked me which hospital I would be delivering at. For some reason, that question was odd to me. What 50-year-old man asks that? It then dawned on me that I shouldn't have answered all of his personal questions. I excused myself from the customer, telling him I had to get back to work and to have a nice night. After that second encounter, I noticed that he would come to the store every day but that he would only approach me at night when the store was pretty much empty. He would only have a couple of items in his cart. I tried to avoid him the best I could, but if he decided to ask for help, I couldn't turn away a customer. The next encounter I had with him was downright disgusting. When I was walking him down an aisle to find the item he was requesting, he said, You're having a girl, right? Yes, I am, I said. Well, your husband must have shot deep in order to get you a girl, he said. I stopped dead in my tracks, flabbergasted. I just stared at the man because no words could form in my mind. He then filled the silence by saying, Well, thanks for helping me. Have a great night. And walked away. I should have told my manager and the associates, but I let it go. For the next few weeks... I would see the man bun walk in the opposite direction or go into the back room where the grocery stock was held. The man caught on that I was avoiding him, so he started going to the front desk to ask for me directly for help. If the front desk called me saying that a customer needed me, I would describe the man to them. If it was him, I would tell the front desk I was busy and to handle his needs. I was very uncomfortable to say the least. By this point it was February and I was due next month. I was thankfully able to avoid interacting with the man, even though I knew he was watching me. At least I avoided speaking to him. The last time I interacted with him was the worst, and I was beyond scared. It was just like the first time that I interacted with him. I was in the produce department, bag turned, and he said, Hey, excuse me. I turned around with a smile, but that quickly faded when I saw who it was. He said, You've been avoiding me. No, sir. We've just been busy the last few weeks. How can I help you? I said. He looked me up and down, and I kid you not, he said, Do you think your husband will still want you after you have the baby? Do you think you'll lose all that baby fat? In my mind, I was just like, Dude, what the fuck? The customer then said, You know, I can take care of you and your baby girl. At that point, I had enough. I was once again speechless, but I was able to walk away this time. I went into the management office and I called my husband, who of course was like, what the fuck, and furious. I went home early because I was so upset. So, remember at the beginning of the story, when I shared that the company likes to move you to different stores? Well, shortly after that encounter, due to medical reasons, I was induced early and had my daughter. After my maternity leave was over in May, I was transferred to a much nicer store with normal customers. I never had an encounter like that again with a customer 
and thankfully, I never saw that man again. In March 2020, I got a new job with another organization, and I've been there since. To that creepy 50-year-old man who stalked me, followed me, and harassed me during my pregnancy, I hope you never do that to anyone else again, pregnant or not. If you're a woman, please speak up if anyone makes you feel uncomfortable. I really wish I would have. Stay safe, everyone, especially if you work in retail. There really are some crazies out there. This story takes place a little over three years ago, when I was 19 years old. My best friend and I were spending the day together shopping. We went to the closest mall to us for food, and whatever else we might find that was worth splurging on. Everything was going great throughout the day so far. I don't remember exactly what we did before this, but we ended up at the mall cafeteria for lunch. Now, for some context, the entire mall was pretty much dead. Both my friend and I worked part-time jobs to help get through school. It was a weekday, during November of 2019. Most people were at work or school, and we were off work and class for the day. Like I said, the entire mall was pretty much clear for us to enjoy it to ourselves, except for a few families and some folks grabbing lunch. The cafeteria there is very large, and populated by only my friend and I at this time. I remember sitting down with her at the far side of the food court, so that when we were done eating, we could dump our trays and walk right over to the open stores. As we eat, I had noticed a man approaching the cafeteria from the side of the mall that we were sitting closest to. At first, I didn't really pay attention to him, because after all, it is a public place. However, I grew overly cautious when the man then picked his place to sit. He sat three or four tables away from us. Keep in mind, this cafeteria is very large. He could have sat anywhere, even by the beautiful fireplace couch seating area. But no, he chose a particularly close table to us. I shrugged it off as I didn't want to assume the worst of a stranger just minding their own. After a minute or so, I noticed that he wasn't minding his own. I felt his eyes on us, and that's where they stayed. I tried not to look over too much, but his gaze was like fire in my body. Seven to ten minutes went by without the creepy eyes leaving my body. I didn't mention anything to my friend right away because the man was within hearing distance, so I just kept my cool and I figured he was just a lonely creep wanting to watch two beautiful young girls while they chatted and ate. Not cool, but not necessarily sinister either. I have enough knowledge about stalkers and creeps to know what to do in this situation. Part of me wanted it to be nothing, and we'd just go about our day shopping and laughing like usual, with no weirdos on our tail. But the other part of me was fully on edge, and ready to take care of any danger we may be faced with. So, to test the strange waters, I said aloud, Hey, let's go get some Starbucks when we're done here so that we have enough energy to continue shopping. My friend agrees, and soon we grab our trays to dispose of the food. The man gets up from his table and begins walking in the direction of the Starbucks. We walk behind him, about 20 feet for a bit, before just as I predicted, he walks right into the Starbucks. 
The guy was probably in his mid-twenties to early thirties. He was around six foot three, with bright red hair and a very slim build. He stood ahead of us in the short line right before the counter. I got closer to him as he ordered. Hello, sir. What can I get you started for today? Asked the barista. Uh, yeah. Just give me that. He said in a low tone, pointing towards the first sweet treat he saw in the desserts case. Clearly spending no time thinking about his order. The barista grabbed the cake and finished the transaction. Then he just left. I was relieved to no longer see him even after we ordered and made our way to the next few stores. Unfortunately though, that's not the end of it. Honestly, I don't know how diligent I was being after that point. I was just glad he was gone. When we left the mall, I needed to pick up a few things for my mom from the Walmart across town. When we arrived there, I started on my list to begin the hunt for the items that my mom needed. We eventually find ourselves in the kids' toy aisle. I was grabbing a few things for my niece for Christmas. I remember leaving my friend in the aisle while I went to explore the next one over for more options. As soon as I rounded the corner, my heart stopped. There stood the guy from the mall, casually pretending to look at little girl toys. I froze for probably 30 seconds. He saw me, and when we made eye contact for a moment, I immediately turned my back the other way and grabbed my friend by the wrist, yanking her towards the front of the store with me without saying anything to her. When I felt we had enough distance, I called my mom to ask her what to do while very loudly explaining the situation so other shoppers around us could hear. She told us to check out as fast as possible and pay attention to the other cars as we drove the 20 minutes back to my apartment. Thankfully, that was the end of it, and we never did see him again. God only knows what his intentions were, but I'm certain they weren't any kind of good. Moral of the story, always be vigilant and trust your gut. Not to toot my own horn, but if I wasn't with my friend, I'm sure she would have ended up in a more terrifying situation, as she's just not as paranoid as I am. Be safe, everyone.